Welcome back to The Wellness Breakdown with me, Eve Kalinick. And me, Rose Ferguson. This is the podcast where we examine and test out the latest health trends and find out if they actually work. We have so many people coming into our practice and asking us about the next best thing. So we thought we'd put our money where our mouth is and take on some of these challenges and report back to you. We've got lots more fads to try out this series and if you have some you'd like to suggest, we'd love for you to email us, let us know what you're thinking about, jump on board the wellness train and get in touch with us. You can email us at info at thewellnessbreakdown.co.uk. We'd love to hear from you. One of the questions we always get asked is what supplements do we really need? Yes, it's true. It can be such a minefield with supplements, many of which we don't actually need at all, or ones that simply don't work. And this is why we are delighted to have Lima sponsoring this series of the podcast. Lima is in a category of its own when it comes to supplements. Yes, indeed they are, Rose. Their patented, proven ingredients helps with mood, sleep, performance, mental focus and beauty. And it has 10 different ingredients, most of which you cannot get from food, which means Lima can be an add-on to a balanced diet. It's actually different to other supplements because they dose at the same levels as clinical trials and it's all absorbed by the body. The real difference is that they combine proven science and technology to help optimise the human body that sets them apart from most other supplements on the market. Okay, thanks to all of you lot who've gotten in touch with us about your current fads and how it's all going and how you've been feeling about the ones we've been doing. We love reading your emails. So I've got one here from another Rose uh, who says, my latest thing is CBD oil. I'm quite an anxious person and a friend recommended it to me. It took a week or so for me to feel the benefits, but now I use a couple of drops each day. It's amazing. Hmm. Okay, great. I mean, that was from last season, right? So um, that was quite an interesting episode. Probably loads to revisit there, actually, Rose. Don't you think on the whole CBD thing? Yeah, I do. I think it's also quite a grey area. And actually, people are always asking for brands because there's no restrictions really around CBD. So it's quite hard to Mm. navigate which brands are good. So maybe it would be good to perhaps you should put some more notes underneath this one. Brands that we like and use. Yeah, definitely. There was also a lovely one from Tony who contacted us and said that he loved the podcast on meditation, especially the gong bowl. He said he'd been to a few gong bars at festivals and felt that they were great, but he never thought he could recreate the sound himself. And he loved the podcast because we were talking about that sound bowl that I had at home. Mm. I was doing so that and it is amazing no that's really cool I mean I love a bit of a gong bath actually yeah but nice that you can do it at home and also thank you so much for the feedback it's really nice to hear what what bits you guys are enjoying yeah definitely mainly because we don't have much content else to talk about do we Rose (laughs) yeah we really struggle with chat (laughs) yeah no thank you so much we really want to hear from you guys so do email in and because we're planning many many more for the seasons to come Okay, so moving on to this week's challenge for you, young Eve. Yeah, you've got a smile across your face here. What horrific (laughs) challenge have you got set for me, Rose? I haven't, actually. I actually, for once, genuinely think you're going to love this. I've done this before and I love it. I use it all the time, actually. And at 47 years old, it really helps my skin stay plump. Okay, I'm liking the sound of this one already. Is this the painful one? It depends on what your pain threshold is like. I have done it before quite a lot and I love it. And I don't think it's really that painful. It is a little bit uncomfortable. But I'm going to put you under the needle for one microneedling session with Abigail. Okay, 
I'm actually really looking forward to this one, Rose. Yes. You know, it's something that I have thought about in the past, but haven't really gone into anything like that. And I know that you have experienced it and said positive things. So yeah, I'm actually looking forward to this one. Yay! I knew it. I was like, okay, this is this is my payoff. This is my payoff for the last two restrictive ones. <laughs> I mean, I literally am a crash test dummy when it comes to skincare. I love trying things out. I love getting the skin to work for itself. Abigail's amazing. And honestly, the difference I think you'll feel afterwards is quite, you know, I think you can, even from one session, I think you'll, you'll feel a change. And I want you to do that and then report back to us on if you see a difference to your, in your skin, how it felt, how painful it was or not. Well, no, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't it that there's these tiny needles like, break they actually cause a bit of damage don't they and then that stimulates the collagen and then that's what plumps the skin if I got that right yeah exactly so as you say it damages the top of the epidermis yeah and then that creates the immune system to rally and send blood and it causes inflammation basically and the damage the skin helps to heal it yeah and create more plumpness and collagen really scientific that was wasn't it <laughs> well no but I know but I'm actually quite a big fan of these like you are I guess these non sort of invasive yeah. types of treatments um and the downtime the recovery time is minimal yeah there is a slight part of me that is a little bit nervous about having needles in my face like is it going to be really like what's the side effects like will it take a while for the you know does your face go red like just a couple of things really that I'm yeah I mean well when I do it I go really red but my face always goes yeah. red it's quite reactive um but I think that that is half the course so if you're going out on a date young lady I wouldn't go and get this done before chance would be a fine thing Rose <laughs> I do think it's really important when you're doing stuff like that you really seek out a good professional yeah the concern is that you are actually puncturing your skin with a needle yeah and if that gets infected I think that's one of the yeah. biggest things you're because I've heard some horror stories about really bad infections in the skin which mm-hmm. um, is obviously not the desired effect. So you do have to go to somewhere really reputable. Definitely do your research. I always think recommendations are really good, you know. Yeah. And anything that you know that I should do before it. Well, I tell you what I have done once before, which isn't going to surprise anybody, or maybe it will, is that I was really, really hungover. Oh. And I think if anybody's ever had a wax or anything with a hangover, they'll know it really hurts 10 times more. Yeah. Plus, you don't clot so well. So if you're going to bleed... <laughs> It wasn't like, I wasn't, I wasn't like pissing out blind. It wasn't like bleeding from my face, but it was a little bit, it was definitely more painful and definitely redder. So if I was you, I would not have a drink the night before. Okay. All right. Well, that's a good tip. Yes, exactly. Let your body be as uninflamed as possible before you go in. Sure. But honestly, I found it really fine. So don't be concerned. Okay, cool. You know, obviously you can say no to the challenge if you want to. No, I'm not saying no to this one, Rose, because this is one that's actually, I feel like, will actually longer term, you know, be of some benefit. I mean, because I have never done microneedling and I'm definitely in need of some assistance here. (laughs) And as I'm getting older, obviously collagen production is reducing in my skin and I can definitely see that it's not quite the skin that I had many years ago. So, see, I'm not always really mean. No, you're not. Also, if it it shaves some years off my bizarre... (laughs) I'll be indebted to you, Rose, to be honest with you. Exactly. Um, Okay, great. Well, I'm glad that this one has been better received. Now go forth, get Mike needled and come back and tell me how you got on. Okay, will do. Can't wait, Rose. 
so I'm walking to my first micro needling session. One of the challenges that Rose has set me that I'm actually kind of looking forward to, or kind of. She did give me the heads up that I might be, yeah, having a face a bit like a red tomato. But I am really interested to see how it feels and how I feel afterwards. So I will report back after I've had the treatment. Wish me luck, guys. So what's the difference, Abigail, between microneedling and radiofrequency microneedling? So there's a couple of different technologies. We've got the needling, which there's a number of different devices on the market for needling. And fundamentally, that's good for, shall we say, smoothing the surface of the skin. So the needles penetrate and there's controlled injury to the surface of the skin. So if we think of uh, fine lines, wrinkles, texture, pores, scar tissue, it's good for softening the appearance of all of those things. But then radio frequency is a totally different technology and we've got heat with radio frequency. So the heat can penetrate further into the dermis. So then it's working on that deeper collagen to the similar process causing mm-hmm. minute trauma okay. to stimulate new collagen production but it will also tighten so rf radio frequency is it's better for lift and contour and that side of things okay. whereas the needling is more i'm going to say surface rejuvenation you do get a little bit of tightening with it but right. it's not as dramatic as your radio frequency okay both technologies have been around for years yeah you know in microneedling when it was first being treated it was thought that you actually you need to make the skin bleed as in they used to have trays by the side of your face oh my god i know so it's gone through lots of evolutions and actually now it's almost like a less is more. We've opted to go for the focus jewel, which is the needling radio frequency. Yeah. Um, we've numbed the skin for about 20 minutes. Can you feel that the skin feels a little bit different? Yeah. Yeah. You'll be able to hear that. Yeah. So that with this, there's a suction as well. So when I place it on your head, we're going to start on your forehead. How does that feel? Fine. Okay. Yeah. So that was one of them. So as it, the noise stops, that's where it's made contact with the skin. It sucked the skin up to the needles. Yeah, it feels like a suction pad. Yeah. So I can already feel that my skin is feeling tingly and tighter and lifting. Is that, or is that normal? That is kind of normal. I mean, we've put heat in your skin, we've put needles into your skin. Yeah. So you're, the skin generally feels a bit alive. Yeah, it feels like that. Good. And we've done two rounds right on the face. We've done what I call two passes. Okay. Yeah. First uh, time round, I go a little bit stronger, and then second time round, a little bit lighter. If you've got any scarring, which you don't, I would actually go second time round a little bit deeper on those particular concern areas. Okay. But we did around the eyes because I was saying we did. That's my focus point. Yes. <laughs> Oh, is that a jaw lift? 
Das ist definitiv ja. Will I notice a, a, a difference in one treatment or not? It's very individual. Yeah. A sure. lot of people do notice a difference with one treatment. Yeah. If, you know, you've got an event that you're building up to, it's a wedding, it's a red carpet, it's a something, then I would always be saying a minimum of course of three, ideally four. Okay. Yeah. And you might find, especially with the first one, yeah. you can actually go through a really dry period for up to 10 days after, to the point you might even flake. So you need to factor in the space, mm. what you're going to be doing in your life between these types of treatments as well. Right, so Abigail, we're going to use the cryotherapy to cool my face down now. Yeah, so I've got a device called the X-Cryo, which is, it's a proper cryo unit. Um, they have these in physiotherapy centres for injuries and I like using it for regenerating the skin. Uh, so I've got this cryo mask that I'm just waiting for it to get down to temperature uh, and then you're going to hold it onto the skin Amazing. for about two minutes. Obviously you guys can't see this but it's like a mask with blue LED lights in it so it's going to help cool my face down. So actually, Abigail, looking at my face doesn't look that red. It wasn't what I was expecting. No, so because we went for the needling with the radio frequency, I find that actually does less redness. If we'd have done the skin pen on you, you'd have come up like a beetroot. Right. Um, but because we haven't got the heat that's coagulating the blood, mm. so I find that's a big difference with the two of them. Okay. So yeah. it doesn't mean that because you haven't come up, you know, like a beetroot, it's not effective. Well, no, just... I can feel that the skin is, t is like, tighter already. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that I also throw over the cryo, yeah. it really drops out a lot of that heat yeah. and, and stimulation. But with your first treatment... I always air a little bit gentler mm. than I would do, especially because I know I haven't got you on some of the recommended skincare that I'd be hoping you were on, so that I know yes. that the skin's process of healing and regeneration is going to be at its optimum. Okay, fine. Yeah. Treat it as if you've got a cut. You wouldn't want to rub a cut. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's very specific, really gentle cleansing, a specific serum that I'll give you, and obviously an SPF. Okay. So I've just finished my microneedling treatment and my skin does feel tingly and a bit hot, but not in a super uncomfortable way. And I think that's because I had the radio frequency with the microneedling. And as Abigail said, that means it's going to cause less of that red tomato type face scenario. But it is the next couple of days where, you know, really when it settles down, that I should be able to see some positive differences. So, Eve, I'm very excited. Um, tell me, <laughs> how many days has it been now since your treatment? And sorry, apologies, my voice is still a bit wobbly. So I had the treatment three days ago. When I had the consultation with Abigail, she basically asked me what I wanted to achieve from it. Yeah. She said, I would suggest that you have the radio frequency over the pen because I'd said that I wanted more kind of like lifting and contouring rather than retexturizing all to do with sort of scars and fine lines because she said that's why you would use the microneedling pen versus the radio frequency and I definitely think that my skin is a lot 
less red now yeah it still feels a bit hot but I didn't have like that massive you know you gave me the heads up didn't you and said actually your face might be like a big red tomato but because of the treatment that I actually ended up having which was the microneedling but with the radio frequency uh Abigail had said oh you actually probably won't get that same redness and she also used as she would have heard in my notes the cryo mask afterwards which cooled it down that's nice because I yeah I go absolutely bright red um not for long but for I do go bright red really really I've got quite a sensitive and then it will go down like within a couple of hours um how was the pain well to be honest I didn't really feel anything because I think the radio frequency in it helped with the pain as well but it just felt like little suction like somebody was like sucking on your face type of thing so I didn't really notice any pain I guess there was some element of discomfort on certain parts of the face like where the skin's a bit thinner naturally because you said you wanted to focus on your eye area is that where you did focus or you did the whole face well no I did I did do the whole face but I think having turned 43 I have definitely noticed more kind of dark circles around my eyes and definitely some lack of elasticity around the jaw line so when I did the microneedling I said to her you know is does this can this help with some of those things and she said, yes, it can. And so that's why we focus more on the eye area. My eyes are just, I don't know what's going on there, Rose. <laughs> My eyes are the same. Yeah. It's just cool getting a little bit older. Yeah. I mean, as you know, I find microneedling really useful. And it's something that I do regularly. Yeah. Like probably once every three months. Do you? Okay. Yeah. So I suppose I started doing it about four or five years ago. Right. Um, and... Um, I find it really useful. It really helps my skin, you know, because I'm 47 now. So you do need a little bit of help. Yeah. And I have to say microneedling for me has really helped tighten my skin. How many treatments would you have said? Because Abigail was like, oh, you probably need about three to see a noticeable difference. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Would you say that it took about that many treatments for you to notice changes? Yeah, I probably would. But I did really notice after one that it looked lighter and brighter. Yeah. And then I suppose when I do it now, I really notice it. It just gives me a boost. Because we were going to do more for your challenge, weren't we? It's just that we had a few hiccups along the way. Yeah, I know. So I would, if I was... I mean, I would obviously ask the professionals, but I would imagine that doing three at once a month for the, to get you going would be the way to go. Yeah. I love things that you can do that you get your skin working for you rather than, you know, going for anything more. I mean, I'm not anti-anything. Let me be clear about that. And I've tried lots of things, but... This, for me, is a really good anti-ager as far as I, in my experience. I mean, for me, it's the first kind of dipping my toe into this. And and I'm delighted that it was a success. And I'm delighted that you don't hate me for one challenge, at least this series. No, I actually really, really loved it. And um, yeah, it's definitely sparked some interest and a bit of a journey there. Okay, fab. I'm up next. I hope you're going to be nice to me as I have been to you on this occasion. Well, actually, there is a slight similarity to your challenge, but totally by accident. Well, in the fact that it's going to be painful. <laughs> well, it could be. You see, this is what happened. The more the series has gone on, the more sadistic we've become. Well, I wouldn't like to say it's in our nature, but that's not very nice either, is it, Rose? Well, no. Anyway, thank you all, as always, for listening. And remember, if there's a new fad that you have tried or something you'd like us to explore, please email us at info at the wellness breakdown. .co.uk. And if you enjoyed our podcast, please share it or just tell your friends and don't forget to hit the subscribe button. See you next time. See you next time, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye.